Microsoft announces the acquisition of Activision. Goldman Sachs misses the mark. We go over the biggest analyst calls of the day. MasterCard and Coinbase reach a deal, and NFT marketplace OpenSea goes on the acquisition front. This is the Running With The Money briefing. Let's get into it. up and welcome to another episode of the running with the money briefing powered by pounding the table either way we're going to get right into what in the world is going on in the markets you take a look at the broader indexes today and my oh my it's looking nasty you have the dow jones down 543 you have the nasdaq down 386 and you have the s&p 500 down 85 i mean it is a sea of red out there and if you're wondering why well it was all kick-started um really at least on the dow jones front uh, by these goldman sachs earnings this morning before market open and we will get into those numbers but first i want to go group by group sector by sector and there was one sector in the green today out of the entire market and that was energy up 0.43 percent meanwhile every other sector in the market was moving to the downside the leading sector to the downside of the day technology down 2.95 percent now it's also worth noting that technology is taking a pretty sizable hit mostly it seems in relation to what the 10-year treasury yield is doing and if you look at that that is also moving up to new highs so there's a lot of stuff or relative highs um, when compared to pre-covid levels so there is a lot going on here within the markets and there's a lot of selling going on but we have to get into these headlines these headlines that affect individual names and the first one i want to touch on here is probably the biggest headline of today and that is microsoft announcing the acquisition of activision for 68.7 billion dollars it's an all cash deal this is a huge acquisition in fact it'll mark the largest acquisition for microsoft to date following its purchase of linkedin that occurred in 2016 for 26.2 billion dollars so a huge deal for microsoft now microsoft will be paying 95 dollars per share for activision and they said they do expect this deal to close in the fiscal year of 2023 now if you're wondering how in the world the stock reacted um to this news microsoft actually continued to move to the downside throughout the day of the day meanwhile you saw activision soaring 27 percent at one point on this news so definitely a net positive for Activision because Activision has been going through scandals of their own. They've been having a lot of internal issues, especially when it comes to management. And therefore, you know, the stock price was definitely moving um, to the downside significantly, not just based on uh, sheer price action. Really, there was a lot going on within the company that was not good. And they started to figure that out, but not really. I mean, they're still plagued by quite a bit of scandal. So Microsoft coming in and acquiring them, kind of getting rid of the necessary people and uh, taking that company and basically completely bringing it into the Microsoft Xbox ecosystem is probably good for Activision in the future of that company, but it's also good um, for Microsoft because they're acquiring, you know, so much um, of the gaming community here is within Activision. They've turned out so many big time hits within the video game space. It's insane and they continue to. Um, and therefore, Microsoft this is a big time acquisition when it comes to their push into, say, the metaverse and video games. Uh, so definitely something to pay attention to there. Now, we did get some discussion on a call today from uh, the CEO of Microsoft. And really, he, he didn't say much, but he did mention the metaverse in that he doesn't really think that the metaverse is going to be just one thing, one company. He believes there's going to be more than one metaverse and that there's opportunity for Microsoft to build out a, quote, metaverse. He also talked about 
how critical video games have been, especially throughout the past two years, and how they are used now by people and citizens to really continue to expand their community and be social and spend time with friends and family. So really the goal seems to be from Microsoft is to expand their reach within the video game, digital gaming market, Um, and they definitely believe that this acquisition of Activision, a big-time player when it comes to video games um, and really digital entertainment, uh, is definitely one uh, that is going to push them ahead. And they keep and continue to keep mentioning metaverse um, throughout commentary on this this, uh, acquisition. So it's definitely something interesting to note there. And it's a big-time acquisition. Something to note, Microsoft reacting negatively to the news, Activision reacting very positive to this news originally. Now, shifting into the headline that really kicked off a lot of the blood when it came to the Dow Jones. And we have to talk about Goldman Sachs. They missed the mark, definitely, especially when it came to earnings, which we have to talk about. I mean, they missed significantly on EPS. So they delivered an EPS of $10.81 per share, and that came in below the $11.76 estimate um, per refinitive. So definitely uh, a sizable miss there when it comes to EPS. Now, on the revenue front, they delivered $12.64 billion in revenue, which is up 8% year over year. So not all too bad there, and that is versus the $12.08 billion estimate. So overall, on the revenue front, Goldman didn't do too bad. Really, it came down to that EPS, and it also came down the profit. So quarterly profit fell 13% from a year earlier to $3.94 billion, or that converts out to $10.81 per share, the EPS. So definitely not great there, and it was mostly driven by these operating expenses jumping by 23% to $7.27 billion. Now, management cited a few things on this. They cited, quote, significantly higher benefits and pay for their employees. So that is a number one issue that has actually been uh, mentioned throughout a lot of these bank earnings so far. JP Morgan, City, all the banks have in su- at some point mentioned um, elevated employee pay and benefits. Also, technology expenses is something to pay attention to. And also, Goldman Sachs noted $182 million set aside for regulatory costs and litigation. So that level was also much higher, which is also interesting. So overall, what you saw with Goldman Sachs is a stark increase in expenses um, throughout the quarter, operating expenses, a very, very stark increase. And therefore, their profit came down significantly. And therefore, their EPS also missed the mark. Um, So their expenses uh, were much more elevated than what the analysts were expecting and Wall Street was expecting. And therefore, Goldman Sachs saw quite a strong negative reaction um, to their earnings news. And it really triggered even more selling amongst the bank names, amongst really Dow Jones names, which was very interesting. The overall financial space really uh, got a kick uh, to the selling side this morning after these Goldman Sachs earnings. Now, shifting out of these Goldman Sachs numbers, I want to get into the biggest analyst calls of the day. And the first one actually, uh, surprisingly, is from Goldman Sachs, reiterating Boeing as a buy. Now, Goldman Sachs went on to say, quote, while fourth quarter results will still show tough or trough aero fundamentals, tough aero fundamentals, we think Boeing will be able to provide positive updates on China's max higher production rates on max in 787 delivery resumption. So it seems Goldman Sachs here is saying that, look, fundamentals are still going to be tough in some areas, 
But overall, what we see is we see some positive updates out of China and production when it comes to the Max. And we also um, want to see some notes or some more positive updates on the 787 delivery resumption. Um, and therefore, they like the stock continually and uh, they believe that the stock should move to the upside based on um, these new positive notes coming out of the company. Now, shifting into Deutsche Bank, reiterating Apple as a buy, Deutsche Bank went on to say, quote, in addition to strong business fundamentals, we think Apple shares will benefit from a flight to quality in an inflationary environment. So Deutsche Bank basically reiterating Apple here saying that, look, um, as the Fed gets more aggressive here and inflation continues to run more rampant if they can't tamp it out, your flight to safety is going to be named such as Apple. Apple's going to benefit because they're such a strong company fundamentally and therefore people are going to gravitate towards there and they'll see minimized downside compared to the rest of the market is essentially what Deutsche Bank is saying here. Now, we also got a call out of Bank of America reiterating Wells Fargo as a top pick as well today. Bank of America went on to say, quote, there are two turnaround stories in large cap banks, City and Wells Fargo. Notably, the Wells franchise is generally well linked by investors, given a strong deposit base and leverage to an improving U.S. economy. Plus, management seems further along on strategy execution. So Bank of America is liking what they see when it comes to the comeback in Wells Fargo. They're liking the underdog story of Wells Fargo, and they're liking the fact that they're getting their company back in order, reiterating it as a top pick. We also had Credit Suisse raising their price target on Tesla to $1,025 from $830. The firm went on to say, quote, with Tesla's demand exceeding supply likely for the foreseeable future, Tesla's path of volume will be purely a function of its production. We expect Tesla to maintain EV leadership given its holistic approach on supply. So Credit Suisse liking what they see in Tesla. They expect that demand will continue to move to the upside for the foreseeable future and that the company should do pretty well when it comes to sales in those deliveries. Now, Goldman Sachs upgraded ConocoPhillips today to buy from neutral. They go on to say, quote, we upgrade ConocoPhillips to buy from neutral as we model the upside from the Permian acquisition from Shell see leverage to the oil price recovery, and project superior returns on capital. So in essence, what you have there is Goldman Sachs saying, look, we believe that this company did well on the acquisition front and that they're going to benefit from that acquisition and that the company is going to do on a fundamental basis um, better than what they have in the past and therefore we see upside for the stock. We also had Bank of America reiterating Netflix as a buy. The firm went on to say, quote, we continue to see Netflix's ability to grow as its global content investment strengthens its value proposition. So in essence, what we have going on here is Bank of America saying, look, we believe Netflix is going to continue to grow. They're going to continue to turn out solid earnings because they have been significantly investing in their global content and therefore their growth is going to continue. Um, that is a very simplified version of what Bank of America said today, reiterating Netflix as a buy. We also had Gordon Haskett downgrading a favorite Airbnb to hold from buy. Gordon Haskett went on to say, quote, many catalysts either unlikely to come to fruition for the foreseeable future, increasing take rates on host, loyalty program, paid positioning, etc., or already well-appreciated long-term stays, best-in-class marketing. So in essence, Gordon Haskett is saying here that, look, a lot of those net positives we are seeing for Airbnb, we think they're going to take a little longer and or much longer to come for, to fruition than what we thought. And therefore, we are downgrading the name to hold from buy, especially given its current price point in comparison um, to what we want to see out of the company. Now, finally, 
We had a call out of Seaport initiating coverage of Foot Locker and Nike as a buy. The firm went on to say, quote, we are initiating coverage of the apparel footwear sector, including DEC, FL, GCO, NKE, SCVL, and TLYS with a buy rating. And boot, C-O-L-M, Crocs, U-A-A, V-F-C, W-W-W, and Z-U-M-Z with a neutral. The early stages of COVID drove demand for categories aligned with getting outdoors or lounging around the house. But as normal behavior has resumed, there has been renewed demand for categories associated with a return to social activity. So Seaport liking the apparel and footwear sector as a whole, really liking Foot Locker and Nike rating them as buys. Now, shifting into another headline that came out of today, and that was MasterCard and Coinbase reaching a deal. So what in the world does this mean? So in essence, this agreement makes um, or brings together Coinbase and MasterCard um, on Coinbase's NFT marketplace. So what this agreement is going to do is it's going to allow Coinbase customers to use MasterCard credit and debit cards um, to make purchases on their crypto exchanges upcoming NFT marketplace, which is pretty darn awesome. So in short, users or people on Coinbase's NFT marketplace will be able to buy NFTs using their MasterCard credit or debit cards um, is really what this agreement does. And we did get commentary out of both companies. Really, Coinbase uh, said they're trying to make the process of purchasing an NFT much less difficult. They're trying to streamline it. And then MasterCard really basically noted that they just want to continue the push into the crypto space and that um, further diversification includes NFTs. In fact, we got commentary out of MasterCard's Raj uh, Damarian, and he went on to say, quote, getting more people involved safely and securely is perhaps the best way to help the NFT market thrive. As it does, MasterCard sees even greater potential for NFTs underlying tech to go beyond art and collectibles into many more areas. So overall, you know, MasterCard and Coinbase here joining not only to grow the NFT ecosystem, but to also make it more simple for people to go on and purchase NFTs. Now, shifting into our final headline of the day, we had NFT marketplace OpenSea moving into the, uh, an acquisition, acquiring crypto wallet provider Dharma Labs. So OpenSea in an undisclosed deal, um, acquired Dharma Labs, which is a cryptocurrency wallet provider. Now, Dharma, for background, is an Ethereum-based wallet, and it allows users to transfer funds between bank accounts and decentralized exchanges, which is pretty darn awesome. There are other wallet services that do this, um, but of course, Dharma Labs here being acquired by OpenSea. Management did release a statement. In fact, Devin Finzer, CEO and co-founder of OpenSea, went on to say, quote, We believe this union will be a force multiplier for NFTs and Web3 adoption and help us dramatically improve the experience of buying, minting, and selling NFTs on OpenSea. So in essence, the same day uh, that you have Coinbase making a deal to make it easier to purchase uh, NFTs on their marketplace or the upcoming marketplace, you have OpenSea making a similar move, um, also trying to simplify or improve the process of purchasing an NFT on their marketplace. Very interesting. Now, finally, I want to know what's going on with management. So, Dharma's co-founder and chief executive officer, Nadav Hollander, he was actually appointed uh, by OpenSea as chief technology officer. So, he's joining OpenSea uh, to be chief technology officer, which is something to note. And according to this article per Bloomberg, Dharma Labs, the app, will close in one month, according to its website. 
So a very interesting acquisition within the cryptocurrency space. Um, once again, OpenSea acquiring crypto wallet provider Dharma Labs. Now, shifting away from the headlines of the day, we are going to close out the show here, but I do want to note, and I do ask you all to go give my boys over at Pine on the Table and my fellow team members um, a listen at Pine on the Table on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please go give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook or follow me on Twitter at Luke Donay. Until the next one, Easily Profit Trade On, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.